Good morning, everyone. It's Judith A. Cope. You're listening to Mad Love. What's going on? It's Friday. You know, basically, the only thing we can be up in our feelings about is this coronavirus. Because as the testing has expanded, obviously, there are more positive tests. Because you just feel like uh, Trump didn't want to test people because then that would prove their the virus was here in large numbers. But then, you know, people started dying and, you know, he assumes people are as dumb as he is and not insightful. And like, we wouldn't figure out like, hmm, maybe if we do more tests, we'll see that you can't contain a global virus. Um, You know, there's just no way to, to, to control that. And you can't spin it. And you can't spin it till the fall till you think you're going to get reelected. So I'm telling you, this is the act of God that anybody who wanted him out of office was waiting for. And I think it's going to get a lot of people out of office because there's nothing worse than watching people who don't know what they're doing. Pretend they know what they're doing uh, and your life and health are at risk and you're, the lives and health of your children are at risk. And anyone you love and care about are also hanging in the balance while this person or persons uh, try to figure it all out. I mean, and basically he's left the states to figure it out for themselves, which, you know, gosh, it's just so disappointing. It's not surprising. But then you're if I, you're in a state like I am, where the governor is just uh, not at all interested in making moves. Um, it's been very strange. He finally closed the schools yesterday. Um but he refuses to close businesses uh, because he's a small business owner and uh, he recognizes that, you know, places in smaller parts of Missouri don't have the resources to survive. Uh, but you know what? People are going to keep showing up and doing what they want to do unless you tell them not to. So unless you become a leader in the next 72 hours, to actually do something. It's probably too late now. I mean, I just know you're not going to get elected in the fall, Mike Parson. And um, maybe you don't want to. I mean, this might be a good litmus test to see, like, hmm, I was just going to be the lieutenant governor. I He had no idea Greitens wouldn't make it. Um, and so, you know, I didn't really have a lot of issues with him. He's a little bit too conservative for me. But, you know, some of the bigger issues, I didn't have a problem. But now, again, it's just like with Jay Nixon, who was a Democrat when Ferguson was going on. It's like you move so slowly when you are slow and you're not quick and decisive and making moves. Things escalate. I mean, this whole notion that you can just sit back and like wait for things to peter out. Um, I don't understand that. I, I I would rather overreact and be super proactive than underreact and then play catch up because it's this too late. So, you know, anyway, uh, I'm all up in my feelings about uh, a complete vacuum of leadership, not only federally, but even locally. But the things that have been enacted locally, eventually our local leaders did something. We're about a week, two weeks behind other places. But, you know, and it's like, why would you want to wait and see how many people actually get sick before you do something? 
it's a virus. It's not like I could see if it was something like, you know, will that actually cross the border and get here? Like, I don't know. Um, I don't even know what it could be. But a virus is nothing like it's you can't touch it and you can't stop people from traveling. You you know, when the first case appeared, that should have been a clue. And then when those and people got mad at me on Facebook because I posted, I don't believe the county of St. Louis was clear with the family that they were in quarantine. And now you can see how that could happen. That was my whole point. Yes, the people were rich and privileged and probably just should have had enough sense to self-quarantine. But I also fully believe that the messaging came through that, hey, you probably don't have it. You know, even though the girl returned from the hotbed of the disease uh, in Italy and was showing symptoms, she'd been on a plane, a train, like she'd been on all kinds of things all over. She infected a ton of people. But because federally there weren't a lot of screenings going on and then you get here finally. And I think the the article I read, the doctor was like, oh, we're pretty sure she doesn't have it, um, but we'll get the test back to you tomorrow or whatever. And uh, then I'm pretty sure they were confused with the messaging because the messaging has been terrible. I'm, I'm not kidding you. The messaging around all this has been bad, and I get it's unprecedented. But when you're a clear thinker and you are a decisive person and you you have an action plan, it's not like we haven't had weeks of hearing about it. Just in the back of your mind, throw a plan together in case it gets to America or when it gets to America. Because, you know, SARS was the only thing I think in that documentary I was watching, SARS just sort of flamed out. But it flamed out in China. To, to think that it would actually get to America and then flame out is is silly. You know what I mean? People travel, people move around. The thing we didn't know, the thing is it can live, this virus can live on surfaces for days. I mean, th- this has just really been frustrating to watch. Um, I am surrounded by people who are in the high at-risk group. With my health, my sister thinks I'm in the high risk group, even though I'm fully recovered. Um, It's just scary. And it's scary to watch your life be in the hands of people who clearly don't know what they're doing, which is why it's important to vote. Even if you don't believe in the system, vote. Your vote counts. It matters because, you know, and and, and I hope this is, I hope not only do we need to vote, but also hope this makes people who, who are good leaders and decisive people want to be in politics. I hate politics. People have asked me to, you know, run for something. I, I'm not a politician. I am a leader, though, and I'm, I'm very decisive. And, you know, because I recognize that I'm not going to do what's politically correct. I'm going to do what I think is right. And um, that, that rubs people the wrong way. I'm not going to say the thing that makes you feel the most comfortable. I'm going to say the thing that I think is needs to be said um but hopefully someone will want to play the political game and move into politics that is smart and passionate and and mission driven service focused because the idea that you want to protect small businesses when there might not be a population around to go to those businesses is idiotic to me you know you rather people this is going to hurt financially it's already hurting it's devastating the markets. This is long term. 
some of your favorite restaurants that are closed up, they're not going to return. That's sad. And that makes me sad because there are a lot of businesses right now that are closed that I solicit. And I feel bad because I don't think all of them are going to come back. And this isn't this is just the beginning. This is just starting. Do you know how hard it is to contain a virus? Watch Contagion. Watch Outbreak. You know, some of that's fiction, but a lot of it has some fact based in it. And it's hard to contain germs. So, I mean, just the fact that you would even say that out loud. I I cannot wait to vote this dude out. Oy. Anyway, him and Trump. This has been super frustrating and disappointing. Where are the test kits? Of course, there are, there are going to be more positive tests. But that shouldn't even, your numbers shouldn't even come into play. You shouldn't even be thinking about that. You should be thinking about how many lives you can preserve and save. And yes, I do believe this is natural selection. It is. Some people aren't going to make it. But at the same time, don't let them die on your watch because you just didn't do anything. I I think that's egregious. Bill Maher, who I'm not a huge fan of anymore, I think he takes liberties with black people because he dates black women. Um, feeling like you can use the N-word. And some of the stuff he says, like he's speaking on behalf of black people, that really frustrates me. Um, and he's completely convinced that Donald Trump won't ever leave office because he's got he's like Putin. I disagree with him. He can't wait to get out of office now because the longer this drags on and it will continue to drag on and he gets more and more unpopular, we're going to watch him unravel and he will spin this thing and figure out how to get out of it and disappear. And that's the truth because that's what you have to do to a narcissist. You got to cut the head off because he completely is under the belief that none of this is his fault. And there's mounting evidence every day that it's all his fault. <laughs> you know, every everything about our reaction to this virus is has been. Uh, you can point right back to his office and a lot of the decisions he's made, including getting rid of the pandemic office. Hey, so yeah, Friday feels like I'm pissed. This is ridiculous, and we should all be very, very angry with our leaders. If you don't have a a, a governor who's showing you how to get things done and, and taking control. I mean, Illinois, thank God for J.B. Pritzker, and their cases have surged. I mean, this is ridiculous. I'm, I'm very frustrated. And the only way we can, this is how people learn, obviously, through trauma. I am evolving so that I can learn through joy. But everybody ain't there. So that's how we got here. You know, to go from Barack Obama to this dude, I mean, talk about if you could turn back time, wonder how many people would change their vote now. Hmm.